Welcome to Nifty Thinking. I'm your host, Kevin Simcock, founder of Nifty Picnic Creative Marketing. This podcast is all about providing brands with the tools, insights, and strategies they need to stand out in their industry and grow their business. For over 25 years, I've helped some of the largest brands in the world achieve outstanding growth. And I wanna help you build your brand too. So let's get started with some nifty thinking. Welcome to episode three. In this episode, I'm talking about creativity. This topic is so big and so vast that I could probably do several episodes on it, but I wanna explore what creativity actually is and give you tools to expand yours. Creativity is all around us and even within us. And yes, all of us. I believe we all have the potential to be creative. So let's dig into what creativity is exactly. Creativity is thrown around as this ambiguous catch-all term for a variety of things. Some define it as a special talent that only few possess. And some believe creativity was something they had as a child, but they lost somewhere along the way in becoming an adult. As someone who spent my entire career as a leader in the creative ad industry, I define creativity as the ability to interpret and express an idea in a way that generates a feeling or a response in others. Over the years, I've spent a lot of time in boardrooms with clients of all levels of expertise. And I've heard so many of them say, I'm not creative, but, and then they go on to explain their creative point of view. And I think most people look at creativity as this exclusive skill set that some are born with and some aren't. And I totally disagree. I believe everybody has the ability to be creative. Defining creativity is somewhat elusive and hard to pin down exactly. Even science has a hard time explaining exactly what creativity and ideas are. But science can tell us where in the brain creativity occurs. And you might be surprised to know it's not the right side of the brain. Apparently, the whole left side, right side brain thing is all hogwash. We've been bamboozled. In fact, in a book called Wired to Create by Scott Barry Kaufman, it explains the science of creativity and how our brains are actually wired for it. It turns out creativity is a team effort that involves every nook and cranny of your entire brain. It's like a big game of telephone, except instead of a whispering message, you're passing around ideas and emotions between different parts of your brain. One of them's called the executive attention network and another, the imagination network. I'll leave a link to the book in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. We've been exercising our creative brains ever since we were a child. When we're kids, we're instinctively creative because we are curious about everything. We explore the world around us free from expectation, free from preconceived notions and fear. We simply see what is void of any filters. I believe this is where creativity originates. 
It's hidden within unbiased curiosity. If you ever feel as if you've lost your creativity, all you have to do is be more curious and creativity will find you again. So if creativity is your entire brain throwing ideas and emotions around, let's talk about how to use it with a process that I call cracking rocks. When we talk about creativity and creating ideas, I can tell you from experience that most people's creative thinking process is different. In creative professions like marketing, advertising, screenplay writing, poetry, and comedy, professional creatives think differently. Our minds are trained to think more abstract and to come up with new ideas all the time. We're like creative conveyor belts, constantly churning out fresh ideas. And like any skill, the more you practice it, the better you get. When I was first starting out as a junior copywriter in the ad industry, I remember writing a small newspaper ad for a Midas monthly break service promotion. And I must have wrote over 150 headlines before my boss finally approved one. Now this was a small space ad at the bottom of a page of a newspaper that most likely no one was ever going to read, except maybe me, because it was my first ad ever produced. But I learned in that exercise that creativity is a muscle and you need to exercise and train it. The training comes from what I call cracking rocks. So much like that headline exercise, Cracking Rocks is about continually coming up with new ideas, refining them, eliminating the bad ones, refining the good ones, and refining them even more. Sometimes good ideas come to you early, but you always keep pushing to see what better ideas you can come up with. This is how you train your creativity. You may have heard stories of famous paintings that have undergone restoration efforts only to find another painting underneath the one they were restoring. It's proof that this exercise has been an element of creativity for centuries. In business, creativity is applied in many different ways. Everything from product design to identity to package design. I mean, look at how Heinz used creativity to simply tilt the label on their bottle of ketchup. So when you hold the bottle at the right angle, the label's legible, and it means you're at the best angle to let the ketchup flow out of the bottle. That's creativity at work. I wanna talk about a couple ways you can supercharge your ideas. By simply adding two ingredients into your creative ideas, you can make them stand out and be more powerful. Those two ingredients are authenticity and human truth. Authenticity is about focusing on the realness of our lives, the moments in life that are raw and unfiltered. In marketing, authenticity is the reason why people will listen, they'll watch or read or engage with your brand. For example, let's say you have a floor cleaning brand and your unique selling proposition is that it kills 99% of bacteria. Well, that in and of itself isn't a really compelling reason to purchase your product, unless you're like OCD about bacteria. But if you focus on authenticity to sell your product, 
you increase your ability to connect with your consumer audience. For example, you could be more authentic in the way that you represent the family structure. Women aren't the de facto person to clean floors, by the way. So why is it in most commercials you only see women cleaning the floors? Why not show men, show teenagers, show ethnicity, show LGBTQ, show the real family dynamic of who uses your product? That's authenticity. It's about being real in a way more people can relate to. Now let's talk about human truth. I believe human truth is the universal life experience the majority of us can relate to. And it's about using these universally understood experiences as a way to elevate your thinking. Using the same hypothetical example of a floor cleaning product, you might use the universally understood law of the three second rule. You know, like dropping food on the floor and quickly picking it back up again within three seconds so you can continue eating it. Everyone's done it. Don't act like you haven't because I know everyone has. And everyone knows everyone does it but never likes to admit it. That floor cleaning product can turn the three second rule into a 10 second rule. And now you have a compelling human truth that's going to pull people in to purchase your product. Think of these two elements as being on either end of a balancing scale. You have the ability to add more of one or the other into your creative ideas. And when your ideas are more weighted with authenticity and less with universal truth, your ideas are perceived as being more creative because they're more authentic. But when you focus more on authenticity, it can make your ideas a little less relatable because you have less of a recognizable situation or less universal truth that people can relate to. But that can also be a good thing if you're trying to stand out and talk to a very specific niche group of people. A similar effect can happen when you emphasize universal truth over authenticity. The more universal truth in your ideas, the more relatable they will be. But the less authenticity you have, the less unique your ideas will be perceived. And so it's a balancing act between the two. The more unique the idea, the higher the risk, fewer people will relate to it. The more relatable the idea, the less it comes across as being unique and different. Using the combination of authenticity and human truth in your creative ideas will help push your thinking to the next level. Try it and watch your creative marketing get greater results. So remember, if you want to elevate your creativity, stay curious about the world around you. Use authenticity and human truth to elevate your ideas. Well, that's today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel inspired to unlock your creativity and integrate it into your marketing. As always, if you have any questions about anything that we've talked about today, please drop me an email. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Join me next episode as I discuss how to make a big impact on a small marketing budget. Be sure to come back for more information, insights, and strategies on how to grow your business here on Nifty Thinking.